Good morning. Welcome to your family day edition of the Milkman Show, February 21st, 2022. Uh, coming up today, Chris Father Gil Brown from the YouTube channel That's Rank. Today, he's going to tell you why he started that channel. It's a very fun story. Plus, Judith Kane, Canada's money coach, on why you need to avoid using credit cards. Some very insightful information, as always. Things I certainly didn't know. I can't wait to share that with you. Keith Whittier is our resident movie reviewer today. A review of Dog. Plus, Sue McGarvey of Sex with Sue answering a listener question. Am I in the friend zone? What do I do in the friend zone? Plus, we got your John joke of the day and more coming up on the Milkman Show here on BTR. With Canada's money coach, Judith Kane, back once again to, uh, I guess, make us all millionaires. Is this the ultimate plan for you, Judith? Yes, absolutely. It's nice. to make everybody millionaires. No, that's not it. <laughs> more financial, more financially savvy. Yes, that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to make all Canadians financially literate because as I hear constantly, uh, you know, most people were not taught by their parents how to manage their money. Uh, people in of our generation, um, you know, our parents didn't have things like credit cards and lines of credit and all those things. Usually when they went and bought something, they bought it on cash or they bought it on, you know, time. Um, you could buy layaway. So you could put something away. And oh, my you could go gosh. And pay I haven't heard. Bucks. Yeah, I haven't heard the term layaway since the 80s. Exactly. That's wow. how that's how probably more like the 70s. But that's how people bought things. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you ran a tab with your local little grocery right. corner store right. or so they didn't have. So that's, you know, why we probably weren't taught about credit cards and lines of credit. And 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 it, and I don't know if we did it very well because. Our, the next generation, the next generation after that are really struggling with, you know, how to do things. So See, I'm really my, my, glad that my we're... dad always paid off his credit card. He had it, but he always paid it off right. at the end of the month. And he tried to teach me that lesson. Mm -mm. No, it never registered with me. I treated it like free money for a long time. And that's because that's how it was marketed. Right. Yeah. So it's not. And, you know, it's just like a line of credit is not a, you know, it's a, a debit card is not a is not free money. That's your money that you're taking out. And I think, you know, credit cards are you're borrowing money. Right. Right. It should be called a debt card. That's what it should be called. Not a credit card. <laughs> it should be called a debt card because the minute you use it, you're in debt. Even if you go home and pay it off from that time you were at the store till you got home, you had some debt. You're owing somebody some money on the money that you just borrowed. Yep. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of credit cards. Yes. I knew I knew I, I knew this wasn't over right there. I knew there was uh, more. Don't you like my segue? <laughs> <laughs> the dramatic pause. You had me Exactly. Captivated me. Did I? Yes. Glued to your seat. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of credit cards, pay them off. Don't buy anything that you don't have the money for in your bank account. Don't buy anything on your credit card if you don't have the money in your bank account. When you buy something on your credit card, pay it off immediately. Even if you're using your credit card for points, because the minute you make that purchase, you will get the points. But if you pay it off immediately after you've bought something, then you won't have to worry about whether you have the money at the end of the month. But so many people struggle, Judith, as you know, 
to make ends meet at the end of the month, that the credit card becomes pretty much their only option. It becomes a survival thing. How do they manage that? Well, I think that, you know, for the... (laughs) I, I and I understand this. I hear from people all the time that they don't they have more money at the end of the month than than money or more month at the end of the month than money. And so you know, I understand that they might have to put it on their credit card, but that is just such a terrible game because here's how what happens is that you once you get into that horrible trap of interest. The way that interest is calculated on credit cards is daily. It's not, you may think that you have 19.99% interest on your credit card, and that's true, but the way it's calculated is daily. So, they take that interest divided by 365 days, and that's what they multiply the balance by, and they add that to the balance, and then the next day, they take that interest rate and multiply it to your new balance. So that's why it's so hard for people to okay, get out of that's, debt. That's some complicated math. How do we break that down a little more specifically? Because my, my brain's not quite grasping that. Okay. So 19.99% is an annual interest rate okay. that you will see on your credit card. Right. They calculate it daily. And in order for them to do that, they have to come up with a daily interest rate. So they take the 19.99 and divide it by 365 days of the year. Okay. And they come that gives them a daily interest rate. So it seems rather low when it's you do very the math. low, okay. except that they take that interest rate and they multiply it by the balance that you have not paid off at the end of the month. So if you miss paying off your credit card or you only pay the minimum balance, whatever's left over, they charge that daily interest rate. So it's so that, let's it's, say it's that, that it could that be balance, a small. It's that balance plus whatever the number is divided by nineteen point nine nine times thirty or thirty one. Yes. Okay. So each day you could be adding something as low as five cents to your balance, but the point is you're adding it. The interest is getting added each day to your balance. So that's why if you look at the very bottom of your credit card statement in tiny little font that I can barely read, (laughs) it says, if you only pay the minimum balance, it will take you 37 years to pay it off. That's why. They actually break it down for you? Correct. They have to. The the regulators came out and said, you have to tell people if all they're going to pay is the minimum payment. You have to tell them how long it will take them to pay it off. You need to do exactly what I just asked you to do. Speak English. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really important that people read their credit card statement. First of all, to make sure that all the charges on their credit card are legitimate. Sure. That they're not, you know, there's hidden creeps in your credit card. So things like streaming services that may start out at $4.99. And they go up sometimes every six months. Sometimes they now, Netflix now charges tax. They never used to charge tax. Well, all so of the streaming services now charge tax where they didn't use. They do. Yeah. That's right. So your bill went up. And when I talk to people and say, what are you paying for this streaming service? They tell me the original rate. I said, I want you to go to your mm-hmm. credit card statement and tell me what it is. Someone was shocked. They thought they were paying 1099 for Netflix and it was 2399 Right. 
So check your credit card statement to make sure all this, all the, um, you know, all the charges are legitimate. They're all yours. They all make sense that you haven't been charged twice for something, which I've had lots of people have happen. And then read the bottom and say, if you don't pay it off and you're only paying your minimum balance, this is what you're going to pay and how long it's going to take. That to me is the big takeaway from this. Look at that mm-hmm. bottom line, that small print. Judith Kane, you're always, always so insightful. And I love our conversations. Uh, and we're fortunate to have you here five days a week on the Milkman Show. How do people connect with you and read more of your amazing, insightful knowledge. JudithKane.com. Could it be any simpler? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Thank you, Judith. <laughs> Our resident food freak who is all about freaky foods is Chris Father Gil Brown. His YouTube channel is called That's Rank. Welcome back to the show, Chris. Thank you very much for having me back on the show, John. Now, I've known you as a world traveler. I've always known you as someone who absolutely likes food, and I think you and I are kindred spirits in that we tend to, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, um, especially a mouth that eats a lot of these freaky foods, uh, but I, I think you and I both are guilty of having a real sweet tooth and a penchant for all the wrong foods. We're really drawn to that. Definitely. I've made a lot of wrong decisions over the course of my life, but it does feel so right when it's going down. So all that to say, here you are now with this YouTube channel that is growing, that is compelling, that is fun, that is all about, like we said, ego flavored pop tarts. Why are they a thing? And I would never try them despite all that I just said about my love of, of sweet foods and wrong foods. But there you are trying. How did this YouTube channel come to be? Right. So I know we touched on it a little bit a few weeks ago, but I've actually put some real thought into this recently and sort of tried to discover what it was that made me want to share this with the entire world. Okay, It's it's something that I had been sitting on for, I think, a few years now. And I think back to probably my second day when I lived overseas for the first time. I was living in the Philippines and I was going to be stationed there for months and months and months. And I made a conscious decision on that trip I'm going to eat like the locals. I'm not going to go running off to the Americanized oh, restaurants. I'm going to eat the way that they eat. See, that's where so, you and I, okay, so you and I just took very different paths then because I'd be finding the nearest McDonald's, Burger King, Arby's, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And interestingly enough, the closest restaurant to my hotel was a 24-hour McDonald's, so it would have been so easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, yeah, it would have been so easy just to go back to what what I'm most comfortable with. Now, we were, we were told, you know, for your safety, try not to travel alone anywhere, always go in pairs. Well, day two, I wandered out by myself because I'm really good at following rules. Mm-hmm. And I wandered into this small local cafe, you know, lush gardens all around. Beautiful, beautiful. And the host of this restaurant, I don't think had ever seen a foreign traveler in his entire life. <laughs> Very little English. And I took a seat at the table. And he's trying to point me in the direction of the fried chicken because I think he wants me to eat something that, that he knows that I'm certainly going to be familiar right. with, but I don't, I don't want something familiar. That's not what I'm here for. So eventually I pointed the Lashon, which is, um, which is pork, basically. It's a, it's a crispy pork product. Okay. And he goes, and he, he sort of strings together that he's going to bring soup with it as well. And I'm like, what kind of soup? He goes, bird's nest, you'll like. And I'm like, okay, bird's nest, got it. I don't know what bird's nest <laughs> soup is, but sure, it's probably just a name. So I'm sitting in this beautiful outdoor cafe, waiting for my food to arrive, staring at a giant advertisement talking about how they've got canned corned beef now with more strands. I'm taking note of that. And I think that that's an interesting (laughs) advertisement in front of me. And he brings me the soup to start. I don't recognize it. It's like almost like a gelatinous, clear looking fluid. 
And I go uh, ahead and eat it. It's salty. I don't really care for it. Um, whatever. I, I, I ate it to be polite. Then I had the pork and I went back to my hotel and I just decided to sit down and Google what is bird's nest soup. No. John here. No. Yeah. No. Oh, I'll prepare yourself. So in these caves out in Asia, uh-huh. there are these birds that create their nests uh-huh. uh, through uh, dried bird spit. And it's on the walls of these caves. Uh-huh. So these, these local guys climb the walls with their little hammers and chisel them down. And then they turn it into a broth through reconstituted bird loogies. And that's what I had had for lunch that day. And I knew right then and there, I need to tell a story about this someday. I, I need to share this with the world. And I didn't know how oh. it was going to come to pass, but, but these are the kind of things I want to experience and the things I want to tell the entire world about. Cause it's so bizarre that these things happen, but this is completely normal out there. And, and that's sort of where the evolution of sharing bizarre food stories came from. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I asked, um, I have a similar story. My parents and, and quickly, my parents were going to broaden my horizons one day. Uh, and I guess my brothers, you know, were off at, a camp or something that day so it was the opportunity for mom and dad to take me down to somerset street after church uh this is long before dim sum was a thing and we had dim sum and cart after cart after cart came by with things on it and of course nobody was speaking english they're used to you know the english-speaking crowd coming for dinner and dinner only so we didn't know what we were even having and at some point dad finally said i don't even know what this is costing me i don't know what the foods are give me my bill let's get out of here we drove home with my dad who's very adventurous with food uh saying nothing and then quickly apologizing to me later um that that was the most miserable experience he had ever had in his life and chris to this day i don't know what i ate and we've never been for dim sum since you keep going after it and reporting on it on your YouTube channel, which is called That's Rank. Well, good morning. It's the Milkman, John Milky from BlastTheRadio.com. Available on your smart speaker, of course. Just ask Alexa or Google to play Blast the Radio or download the free Blast the Radio app. All right, time now for your John joke of the day and the story of Steve, who complained to his buddy Al that alone time with his wife was becoming routine and boring. Well, said Al, you got to get creative. Break up that monotony. Why don't you try playing doctor for an hour? Steve said, that sounds great, but how do you make it last for an entire hour? Easy, said Al. You just keep her in the waiting room for 45 minutes. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. That's uh, Keith's new dog. Keith Whittier is with us of wittywittier.com, movie reviewer, and ironically, you are going to review a movie called Dog. Yeah, I'm a very method reviewer, as you can see. Yes. <laughs> I think yes. this is yeah. great. That is, that is the puppy going crazy in the background. Have a... Uh, a new Bernadoodle, which is uh, having the time of her life oh, right that's now. That's awesome, and, though. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, she watched Dog with me, so she uh, she she gave me her thoughts on it. So this, of <laughs> course, is a new movie which uh, which stars and is co-directed by Channing Tatum. Yes, Magic Mike oh, himself yeah. has gone behind the camera in this. Um, he plays a former Army Ranger who is paired with um, this uh, this military dog, and uh, he is on a quest to get this military dog 
to a funeral in time because it was his uh it was the dog's partner that that has fallen and it's kind of like one of these stories of 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 a, of a guy and his dog and them bonding and what have you i appreciate the fact that 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 channing tatum wanted to get behind the camera and i also appreciate the fact that he didn't follow with a lot of the tropes that we see in in, in different films with dogs but at the same token not necessarily the best dog movie you're going to come across i think a lot of people who like channing tatum will enjoy this movie i think a lot of people who enjoy good film probably won't um definitely not the worst thing that i've seen but there is a lot of entertaining stuff out there so i don't strongly recommend it um again it's one of those things when it's on a streaming service by all means but i definitely wouldn't go out to the theater right now to check it out i think there's there's just uh, a lot better options out there so if i'm hearing you correctly you are telling us that dog is a bit of a dog a bit of a dog all right your rating scale is a to what F? Uh, a, a to F, and, and I would give this one a C minus. All right. Keith Whittier is online with all kinds of movie reviews, streaming reviews, TV show reviews, etc. Wittywittier.com. Ah, uh, every day on my show, I have sex with Sue. Sex with Sue McGarvey. Hi, girl. I'm just making sex noises, random sex noises, because I like having Monday sex with you, sweetie. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm a sex noise kind of person. I guess I'm more of a sex face kind of person. Mm, okay, because that's, that's you know, that used to be the bumper sticker. Actually, right? are, you a mo- are you a moaner or a screamer, right? Yeah. My sex noises, apparently, I'm I'm like a high-pitched squealer. Okay, didn't yeah. know that about you. Yeah, I would not have guessed. Yeah, I would have yeah. thought you'd talk, talk through all the best parts. But <laughs> Right up to the post, right up to the vocal, every single time. Uh-huh. People, people get upset that I talk the intro to the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, you just imagine. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, I'm, I'm sure you. I'm sure you want to please, though, John. Uh, at this point, Sue, I sure. Okay, yeah, I just, I'm... <laughs> Wow. All right, this, give it up. This went down so a weird talking, path. So I had a question this week. Yeah! Sue at sexwithsue.com. God bless you all when you, when you write us. Okay. Yes. I had a question. So the question was, I've got this girl in my life I'm super hot for. Um, I've known her for a while. I, you know, I'm the guy that carries her books and, you know, just like you can't help but she can't help but know that I'm really into her and I have all these fantasies about her and she's super sexy and I'm trying to make my move, but I'm worried I'm in the friend zone. What do you do? Yeah. That sounds like my entire life from high school through college and into my early 20s and most of my 30s, too, I would say. Dump, da, dump, dump. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it, it may be next. Right. It may be the kiss of death, because if you are in the friends of the things about women is we're really we're there's there's some rules about us. Right. One of the things is you've got to make your move pretty quickly in the process. Otherwise, we compartmentalize you into the friends like mm. it, it the, the rom coms that everybody sort of grows into friend and pe- some people do grow into friendship, but you need to declare it and you need to declare it now. You need to say, you know, I'm really into you. Can we shelve the friends? Can I take you out on this? Can we do something really cool like? And I would say take them to get their adrenaline up. Go dog sledding. Go, you know, go bungee cut jumping. Go take them to a horror movie where they snuggle up and, and put your jacket on them. Get your pheromones all over them. You need to do something that gets your adrenaline up and you need to lean over. And, you know, you always about consent. 
you can't just lean over and you know take their by the back of the head and kiss them because they may not be interested in that but you need to do something that lets them know verbally yeah. that you're really into them i agree you need you need wanted. to be somewhat assertive you need to take the chance because getting the answer even if it's not the answer you're looking for um, it's going to it's going to get you the answer as opposed to this agonizing day after day after day of wondering. And if you're in the friend zone and if she's really that great, then okay, I'll be in the friend zone. Then you have to go next because you can't you can't yeah. hover around this and then be really cool and and that's the only way she's coming back to you if she's saying no i just want to be friends then go thank you for letting me know and then go be the coolest guy about town and she's gonna you know realize that you're the one that got away cool but do not do not dwell on it you've got it you know it said if you have been firmly put there you know there are women that'll you know there's lots of things about women right they'll take it they'll take it they'll take it and then the the switch flips and that's it. That's about breakups. And women do not go back. One of the things about women is if they put you into that zone, you are dead in the water. So you need to you need to find out now and you need to let her know that you're interested and stop carrying her books and ask her out. That's what you got to do. I agree. And I wish somebody had put that into my head years ago because it would have saved me a lot of aggravation. But you're yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, we, we I'm, I'm doing this crazy podcast with my friend Jen called Alchemy and Attitude. It's about women. It's about basically dating over 40. And it's like I do the coaching, right? It's this little cute little TikTok where we've got a pie, like we're working on the, like, the YouTube videos about how to do this because there are so many people that are clueless and you're not pulled aside and taught this. Right. So, yeah. So, so it's really fun. And she's, she's out dating over 40 great like <laughs> friend of mine really cool I'm, I'm taking applications to win a dream date with her so if this doesn't work out with this particular friend zone let me know and i'll set you up with my friend jen there you go <laughs> sue always with a solution uh and your emails are always welcome for her as well see it, it could be as simple as a relationship question or a deep dive on sex it has everything and everything to do with love romance sex sexuality sue mcgarvey sex with sue and people can email you at Sue at sexwithsue.com. Like, everybody can remember that. It's all good, and I can't wait to hear from you. Taking a look at our Today is National Holiday Calendar here in Ontario. It is Family Day. Other provinces in Canada do celebrate it, but not every province does. Uh, south of us in the States, it is President's Day today. It also happens to be National Sticky Bun Day. So good with a cup of coffee. It's Daisy Gatson Bates Day as we celebrate this praiseworthy activist who believed in fighting against racial inequality and injustice. And it's also Nova Scotia Heritage Day today. Celebrity birthdays of note, actor Anthony Daniels turned 75, actor Ashley Green is 34, actor Brendan Sexton III turns 41, film and music company executive David Geffen, 78 today, actor Elliot Page, 34, actor Haley Oriancia of the Goldbergs, she's 27 today, Jennifer Love Hewitt, 42, actor Kelsey Grammer, better known as Frazier Crane, he turned 66, Sophie Turner is 25, Tad Kinsla of Blues Traveler, celebrating birthday number 48, Titus Burgess is 42, Tyne Daly, 75, and actor William Baldwin, celebrating birthday number 58 today.